Hey guys, welcome to episode 14 of a Wrestling Gal podcast, providing you with a female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I am joined by the New Zealand professional wrestling women's champion, Aspen. Now let's chat! Hello everybody, today I am joined by the current New Zealand professional wrestling women's champion, Aspen. So how are you today, girl? I'm so good. (laughs) I just woke up like half an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) Did you sleep well at least? Yeah, I did. I had a very late night coming back from a show that was like an hour and a half away. um... Oh wow, (laughs) the dedication. Yeah. Well, first things first, you know, something I find really interesting about you is that you actually weren't really allowed to watch wrestling growing up besides your grandmother watching it with Jake the Snake. So it wasn't really until you were in your early 20s that your interest had really peaked, correct? Yeah, that's right. And it was actually Paige's main roster debut title win after WrestleMania 30 that stuck with you. So what about that moment really captivated you? I guess I, like, grew up being, not only being different, but always feeling like an outsider just because I had, like, such a strict Christian upbringing. Like, I didn't have a lot of friends, like, outside of the church. And um, so, like, in the real world, I felt like I kind of didn't fit in. And she was like, oh, I went through this emo phase, right? (laughs) (laughs) And she kind of represented that to me. And so when, when I saw her wrestle, I, like, connected with her on that level because she wasn't trying to be like the other woman and she was very like emo looking (laughs) yeah I get that I get that and I I feel like you've definitely I feel like we've all had an emo phase I know I did myself but we've all kind of grown (laughs) out of it I think I mean I'm still like into that music but I'm not you know I'm not trying to look like a scene queen or anything anymore (laughs) so this is a big growth phase Yeah, you've reinvented your look. Now, you would also watch Total Divas in the meantime, too. So was there any diva you felt resonated with you or enjoyed besides Paige? Really liked the Bellas. Yeah, it would have been the Bellas that kind of got me hooked. And then Nikki was dating John, obviously. Then I started watching John. He was in a feud with Brock Lesnar at the time. And then it led up to WrestleMania with Paige. And then it was with Paige. That was when I was, like, watching it consistently. And yeah, I saw your tweet, your emotional tweet to the Bellas getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. So what do you think about that? How excited are you for that? Oh, I'm so happy. I they really deserve it. Like as someone who who saw them and then like re fell in love with wrestling because they brought me back into it. Like, ugh. <laughs> people saying that I don't know they they shouldn't like it's stupid like there's so many of us that are saying up me like we wouldn't be here without them like what are you on about <laughs> i i wouldn't be here without them like exactly and i think everybody has that different wrestler or person they resonate with and you know the bellas are definitely i feel like they've un- they've been underrated and underestimated for years and i feel like wake up call to people that they have made an impact in the division is- and especially yeah. on you as well totally and you actually have a very unique story about how you started training to become a pro wrestler involving Tinder. So can you tell me more about that? <laughs> oh my gosh, you've really done your research. I I was I was dating this guy for about six months and then he broke up with me four days before Christmas. And um I'd taken all this time off work because we'd I had a plan to 
go away for like New Year's or whatever to this island and then all of a sudden he was like, no, I don't want to date you anymore and uh, you can't come on this holiday with me. So I found myself like three weeks off work, nothing to do because everyone else has obviously gone away, like it's a holiday period. And I I think it was the second time in my life that I downloaded Tinder, like when it first came out, I downloaded mm-hmm. it and like just to see what it was about. I was in a relationship, we were just like, you know, messing around with it. So it was the first time I like seriously downloaded it because I wanted like to find people to talk to yeah, and like I get that. not <laughs> feel so bloody lonely. So I think uh, it would have been like a couple of days after New Year's and I, I downloaded it and I'm I'm swiping through and the, then I see this guy and he's in a red wrestling singlet and he's got like face paint smeared all over him like it's obviously like post-match and it's like coming off he's got a title belt over his shoulder and I'm just like what the bloody hell (laughs) I go go through his photos and and he's a wrestler and to that point like I I I knew in the back of my mind that there was wrestling in New Zealand because I'd definitely seen professional wrestling before at like a, a camp this company came in and did like a a little show for us but it just as an adult it never like clicked in my head that it was actually going on like on a large scale throughout yeah. my country. So I I <laughs> matched with him like straight away and I, w- I messaged him and I was like, WTF, there's wrestling in Auckland? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, do you like wrestling? I'm like, um, uh, yes. <laughs> and so there was a there was a show that was like, in two weeks and he was like oh do you want to come to this it was like an outdoor one in a park and stuff and then I was going to go to it and then on the day it rained so I like pulled out and I think after like three months of convincing yeah because it would have been it was March by the time that I finally went to a training day he was like look we really need girls if, if like if you like it we'll be real keen to have you come and try out his name's James his sister is Dahlia Black oh, and at wow. the time at the time her boyfriend was uh, TK Cooper. And so I come downstairs from my apartment and, and here's this little white car with, uh, TK Cooper driving, Dahlia Black in the front seat with her feet on the, on the dashboard and James in the back and he's like, hi, this is my sister and her boyfriend. And I'm like, hi guys. And I get in the back of this little tiny, like, clown car. And we, we drive out to like the middle of nowhere in this industrial area and there's like a shed. There's like 20 other people there and I'm like saying hi to them. And yeah, that, that was my, my first day of training. We did like 500 squats. I, uh, but you were sore. <laughs> oh my gosh. I couldn't walk for three days afterwards. It was not at all what I expected it to be, but it was so much more, you know? Like, did you have a background in amateur wrestling too? In intermediate, which here is, year seven and eight I don't know what grade that would be I think it's like probably grade seven and eight I don't know I was like 11 or 12 yeah that's Um, about right yeah so we had um like a like a into school competition where they they teach you some stuff and then you go and like verse other schools in the district and so two of the sports that I signed up for were wrestling and gymnastics and I was let me tell you now, we were like kids, right? So, and it was just mm-hmm. like a, like a fun thing. So they didn't put you against people your size. And in New Zealand, I'm small. And so I was facing other girls that were like 
twice my height oh, <laughs> and wow. twice as wide as me. So I, I, I trained in amateur wrestling for a couple of months before we went to this competition, but I had my first match and I just got pinned in like 10 seconds. And I was like, yep, this is, this isn't for me. Not doing this anymore. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I sat out of all the rest of the stuff because I was so mad that I'd put all this effort in and then just got ruined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so then I, I carried on with with gymnastics instead because I was I was better at that. <laughs> Do you think gymnastics kind of helped you at least initially athletically when you first got training, like some moves? Because so, some of them you have to be like super athletic and like graceful and like know what you're doing. Do you think that helped you in maybe the initial stages of training? Yeah, it definitely gave me a better understanding of like how my body functions and like my balance and agility and stuff I can definitely put down to to gymnastics. And what was the creative process like when configuring your first wrestling character known as the spoiled princess <laughs> of Ponsonby? How was that creative process like? Um so I used to work there's a town called Ponsonby and it's kind of like known for people being kind of stuck up and like very posh and like daddy's money kind of area. I used to work in a bar there and it was a a nickname that my boss gave me just like offhand one day. Mm. And when I was building a character, uh, one of the trainers was like, oh, you you should do like Miss Money or whatever. He's like, that's pretty easy to like convey to the crowd. And like it always like gets over. I was like, yeah, but I like, I want to put my twist on it. So Mm. Yeah, I remember the time my boss called me that, and I was just like, oh, yeah, well, I can do that, and I'll be the Princess of Ponsonby, and that'll get immediate heat, because, like, everyone hates people in Ponsonby. Entitled, always yeah. so stuck up, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that that was it, really. And in that time, you've competed against some of the greatest talents amongst New Zealand and Australia, like Candy Lee, Shazza McKenzie, and Belle Pierce, to name a few. But is there one opponent you would say you have the best in-ring chemistry with? I think probably Candy Lee, just because we trained together from, like, her day one, and the majority of my matches have been with her, so we, like, we just know each other. And you guys came up at around the same time, right? Yeah, I I started a couple of weeks before her, I think. And I know over the last year, you've actually reinvented yourself away from the Ashley Spencer, Princess of Ponsonby character and into the darker Aspen. So what triggered this transition and how would you describe your new self? I have always been kind of opinionated and I always get told off for like being vocal about things that I feel strongly about because in Specifically in wrestling, there's like a political thing where it's like you have to like be placid or whatever to be likable and like not bring disrepute to like your company or whatever. And I kind of got sick of that and I just wanted to be like the person that went, fuck it, I'm going to say whatever I want when I want. I'm going to do what I want when I want. And like people are going to start fucking listening to me because this is who I am now and you can take it or leave it. Is it fun being a heel for you, or is that just something not that's not you in real life? It's fun for me to be different because, like, when I'm when I'm Aspen in the ring, I can like say shit that I like, not that I mean, but like that I know is like spiteful or nasty, and like really make people go like, "Holy fuck! Like, I can't believe that she just said that." And then they like obviously hate me, not like 
Is there one instance where you've said something that just got the crowd all riled up like that? It was something that was said to me a couple of times. When I first started training, I met a Hall of Famer Haku, and he immediately assumed that I was someone's girlfriend rather than, you know, a a wrestler. Yeah, And so I, I had a match where with a girl, with Jasmine, who I love. She's wonderful. But we were having like a back and forth in the ring and a strike off. And I, <laughs> and she was like, who do you think you are? And I was like, who do you think you are? You're just someone's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, like I use things that have been said against me that like hurt me in the ring. Yeah. And like, just yeah. using, yeah, using it yourself. That's, I feel like that's really empowering actually to throw it back at your opponent. It's kind of like proving people wrong. Yeah. And as the current New Zealand professional wrestling women's champ, how does it feel to hold a piece of home with you and defend the title in other countries like Australia? I I love it so much. It's like such an honor to still be able to represent my home while being over here. Also, like it's wonderful because it's allowing me to like travel back and forth as well and like still go home and represent myself at home and then be here and rep myself represent myself on the Australian platform too. And have you transitioned yourself full time to Australia? Like you live there now? Yeah, I'm I'm based in Sydney full time now. Gotcha. What persuaded you to move? Um <laughs> so this is another dating story. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know if you've heard about Fale Dojo. Yes. Yeah, so um one of the guys that was training in the Fale Dojo, we really liked each other and I he left he was here for, he was in New Zealand for three months he obviously had to leave at the end of it and then um like we decided we still wanted to see each other and so I flew over to he lived in Newcastle I flew into Sydney and he picked me up from the airport and we like I met his family and stuff and while while I was while I was here he took me to uh two wrestling shows that he was on, like his big homecoming wrestling shows. And that was with PWA and with Newcastle Pro Wrestling. And I don't know, the crowds here in Australia are so different. They're like just so vocal and so like invested in everyone. And I I like being at the PWA show, like brought tears to my eyes. I was just so inspired by, by what, they had there it was so special and I was like man like this is where I want to be like this is how I want to like interact with crowds and yeah just really fired me up that's awesome like honestly I've been I'm from the U.S. but I've watched a bunch of Australian wrestling promotions and I feel like those crowds it's a bigger country than New Zealand obviously yeah but those crowds just get super into it so I can totally see why you've kind of transitioned yourself over there which is awesome. I think that was a very good decision for you, but also traveling back to your home country. I think that's awesome. There's also a lot better, well, not better, but you get exposed to a a lot of different wrestlers that come here to take trainings. And Like we have Robbie Eagles, we have McMoreddy, we have Madison Eagles, Mm -hmm. we have Gavin McGavin, and I'm probably missing, like I'm missing out names and I I don't want to keep listing them but just so many wrestlers that are are amazing and that we have opportunities to learn from just because we're in Australia and like they're based here or they they come in and out of here and we get to be exposed to that and just learn so much more so many like New Zealand 
they don't, here's, I, I feel like very, like lucha kind of based wrestling. Whereas in New Zealand, it's very like traditional, like, mm-hmm. uh, or like, ha- everyone always says like New Zealand strong style or whatever. Like it's very like hit based, striking based stuff. Whereas here they're all like very quick and like agile and stuff. And it's great to be able to learn that kind of thing as well. Yeah, and like you just said, the wrestling landscape isn't as big in New Zealand as it is in, like, Japan or Australia or the UK. But how does it feel to see some of Auckland natives, like Dakota Kai, formerly known as Evie, breaking out? Man, that's so cool. Like, blows my mind that we came from the same place. <laughs> like, I hope that one day I'm on her level, you know? Like, she's she's very inspiring. And that's awesome. I think, yeah, like once, like one person, like for example, like Rhea Ripley coming from Australia, I feel like since then there's been such an influx of people like citing her as like an inspiration and like a lot of the Australian and New Zealand wrestlers coming to the US for like, or like the UK even for more opportunities. Do you see yourself maybe coming overseas sometime? I'm hoping to go to the UK for a little bit in May. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Well, good it, luck. I, yeah. I'm going to be paying attention to that. <laughs> I'm, I like the idea of going to the U.S., but also I'm very, like, scared of the U.S. in the sense of, like, the political climate and stuff. That's, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> what are some, what would you say are some of your career goals as far as furthering your craft in wrestling in the year 2020? I, I think... This year, I kind of just, like, want to wrestle in every state in Australia. How many do you have left? Oh, I should know the number of states. <laughs> I, don't, okay. I, don't, I, I think it might be six, but I could be wrong. I've only wrestled in one so far, so. Okay. Yeah, I've seen you in, actually, I saw you first in Go Wrestling um, in yeah. the triple threat for your title. And with it being 2020, there's been such an immense wave of amazing women's wrestlers that have been given, the, I think, a better platform nowadays to showcase their talents and skills, but also to be role models. So is that something you think about? I definitely appreciate the, the platform that we're now being given as female wrestlers or as like wrestling in general. We're not like stuck to one five minute match on a show of 10 men's matches like there's multiple women's matches on the card were being used in different ways we can wrestle the men now and and like less people seem to have a problem with that we get you know all women's shows fairly regularly to just showcase us and what we can do i've never like worried so much about being a role model like if people look at me and be like wow that's really cool like I, i'm inspired by her like that's great but i just want to live my life like honestly and yeah I'm, I'm not worried about being a role model as such but if I do inspire people by being me like I'm, I'm that's really cool true just stay true to yourself yeah now switching gears here a little bit I as I came through I came across some stuff preparing for today which I thought were two interesting facts about you one was that you were a subway sandwich artist so can you tell me <laughs> more about that where, where did you find <laughs> it's a thing called Twitter. Oh my gosh. I can't even remember the last time we talked. <laughs> um, yeah, so my I had a paper run that was my first job, but my first like serious employment was like my after school job was at, at a subway and I worked there all through high school up until I was seventeen and then I got sick of school, left <laughs> Worked about full time at Subway, 
for six months, and then I decided that I would try hairdressing. I saw uh, that too. So then I, so then I'd, I'd be a hairdresser. I, well, I would like learn how to be a hairdresser, and then <laughs> it, my where I was training, where I was an apprentice, was right across from the subway I used to work at. And then <laughs> I would go in there for every for like lunch or whatever every day. And they were like, look, why don't you just, like, work part-time again? And I was like, yeah, I mean, okay, because <laughs> I could get discounts on lunch. Um, <laughs> so I ended up working at Subway for, like, a total of five years on and off, like, sometimes full-time, sometimes part-time, and amongst doing, like, other things. And, like, the, some of the best, like, years of my employment, I had a – there was another girl there that I worked with, and her name was Tanya, and she was so fun. We'd have, like – dance battles behind like the display and stuff (laughs) it was really cool have you incorporated some of your vegan lifestyle into your sandwich skills (laughs) um i vegetarian when i worked there so okay i didn't become vegan until i was in my 20s was 2016 or something but i was very happy as an adult to find out that their bread is vegan and, like, obviously, they have now, I think, three or four vegan options, which is wonderful. And one last fact I found was that you used to be a luchadora. And I need to know, how recent was this? And how did you get started in being a luchadora? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was it was one time. There's a company called, I mean, I guess I'm allowed to say this. Uh, we were hired privately for this company's Christmas function. And um, the Weta Workshops, which made Lord of the Rings, was run by Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. So they had like a, I can't remember what they called the theme, but it was basically like they turned this arena into like a Mexican market. And so we had like a live mariachi band and all these like market stalls and dances and stuff going through it and then in the middle of it we had the ring set up and we had like a traditional mexican like lucha Hmm. presentation Mm -hmm. and so they came forward to the company that i was training with ipw and they were like hey like we really want to do this who do you have available and they chose me out of the roster and then we spent maybe three months like training in a like traditional lucha based style and uh so we were we they flew us down to Wellington which was uh it's like an hour's flight out of Auckland they put us up in this like beautiful hotel and then we went in and we had like fittings and stuff and they handmade all this gear for us like we got custom boots and masks it was so cool and then um yeah, we had like this, this lucha tournament in front of like the entire company of Witta and like all their family and, and I wrestled in front of Peter Jackson. Like, it was crazy. That's crazy. There was, yeah. There's, uh, just over 3,000 people there, which is like the most people I've ever been in front of. It was like, it was a really magical night. That's a pretty awesome story. You've obviously changed your style from like, Actually, how do you combine, like, lucha style? I know you said Australia kind of has the lucha style and New Zealand has more strong style. Do you yeah. do you kind of combine that in your own personal style? Or, like, how would you describe your own in-ring style then? I still try to stick to the New Zealand style. As be, Being a heel in the ring, like, my 
role is not to steal the spotlight for myself. So I feel like I I can do a lot of the high flying stuff. I just choose not to because mm. you know I like I know my place. I know my, the role that I'm playing. But the occasions that I do get to like I have a really cool satellite DDT that I like to do. I can do some like top rope stuff. When I do get to bust those out, I really like it. And that obviously, like, people are impressed when I do pull it out because they're like, wow, we've never seen her do this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think moving forward this year, I might be... Obviously, because when you work with different companies, they sometimes need you to play different roles. When I'm in New Zealand now, I'm I'm a face because I'm, I'm like, big baby face returning mm-hmm. home to my country. So when I go home, I get to pull out a lot more of that stuff. Gotcha. Now, before I let you go, I want to hand the platform over to you to tell the listeners where they can find you on social media and any other message you have for them. So here you go. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening to me today, my <laughs> bogan Kiwi accent. <laughs> if you want to follow me, I have Instagram at Ashley Spencer Pro and Twitter at Ashley Spencer, and then on Facebook, I think I'm forward slash Ashley Spencer Pro, I think. (laughs) Well, thank you again for your time. I had a lot of fun chatting with you today, especially all the way from Australia. (laughs) Thank you. I had a lot of fun, too. And that about does it for this episode of A Wrestling Gal. I hope you guys enjoyed my chat with Aspen. I think she's a name you guys will be seeing a lot in the near future. I really hope that you guys pay more attention to her because she's uber talented. And I think she's going to make a great run in her already amazing run as New Zealand Women's Champion. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time.